Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And our topic for today is teaching kids how to connect what they learn in the textbook, the correct answers in, in, life, in the school of life, to reality. Because oftentimes there's a disconnect between the correct answer that they know in their brain mm-hmm. and what they do with their words or their behavior in reality. And so we want, as good parents, to help our kids connect their good Christian answers, yeah. <laughs> their textbook answers, right. to reality so that their life and their, their words and their behavior demonstrates the good, correct answers. Yeah, I think it's so common for like student, kids who grow up in a Christian home. They often may know, just shoot that hand up. They know the answer. They know what you're supposed to do. They know what's right. They know what's wrong, you know, in the given scenarios. But when the time comes to live it out, that's way more difficult. And they may totally forget the the good choice or the good word or the good action that they're supposed to do that they just raised their hand and, you know, shared willingly with a class or told you about at home, you know, this is what they should have done. Um, and it's, it's just, whoop, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and um, I, I think even getting to that place, though, where they know the correct answers is a is yes. a feat in and of itself. Right. Because by default, they have really bad answers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and they don't know what to do in situations. They make poor choices on right. a regular basis. So getting to a level where kids have correct answers, that's great. Yeah. That's a huge step. Um, and if you've got kids who have the Sunday school answers, fantastic. Yes. But <laughs> the the next level then is to help them connect those things into real life. And so it's making that jump that we want to talk about here in this episode. And so we'll spend our time kind of talking about how yeah. to get there. And um, I guess we'll start just by saying it does take time. It's, it's gonna, right. It, it's not like a lesson that you're going to teach your kids one day and they're going to learn and, and just implement perfectly. So right. there's a time factor here, but let's let's identify some of the principles for getting our kids to that level. Yeah. Well, I think probably the first thing is just what we've already mentioned and talked about even a little bit is making sure as parents that we are teaching the textbook answers that we want them to follow. And um, they're picking up on a lot of different ideas and concepts right now in our world. Uh, they're likely observing a lot of wrong choices in our culture, in our you know movies that are coming out, in the commercials, at the park, at school, whatever. I mean, they're probably picking up on a lot of bad choices. We need to make sure that as parents, we're taking the time, and it does take time, it does take effort, it does, you know, often help with additional resources to make sure that we're instructing our kids on what to do when faced with a particular situation. Right. Christian ethics are not like being promoted on, you know, movies and shows and mm-hmm. public places right by any stretch of the imagination. So we're we're wanting our kids to adopt and to learn and develop a countercultural uh, way of life. Yeah. So you're right. They're absolutely not going to pick it up um, uh, apart from our, uh, you know, conscious teaching right. of them. Right. Um, and, you know, at simultaneously, the opposite kind of values are being taught. So mm-hmm. this is like an uphill battle that mm-hmm. we're facing. Yes. We've got to teach them. Yeah. And so 
if we want our kids to live out in reality, in their words and their behaviors, a, a Christian ethic, well then step one, as you said, we do need to teach them the Christian worldview. We, we do right. need to give them the correct textbook answers. And mm-hmm. that takes time. Yes. Um, because they're getting uh, textbook answers from YouTube and, and movies and stuff like that and uh, that are that are bad. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. we've, we've got like some cleanup work to do and some construction to do just to get them to the place where they know in their brain what the right answer is. Yeah. And not to mention, I mean, different personalities, right? They're also battling, as we would say, with the flesh, you know, the desires that they just have naturally. And we, having four different children, we have some who maybe you know, in certain areas have to battle more than others. We have some who maybe need to hear it, you know, a hundred times and maybe different kids who maybe five, they learn it a little bit quicker. So personality comes into action. And then that just that uh, sinful desire, they're battling that because they want what they want and they want to go after what they want to go after. And so it's been cool to see a couple of the resources that we've used um, beyond the Bible, of course, right? We have the Bible. We like to pull out Proverbs and teach different proverb a week, Mm -hmm. point out what does this proverb mean? What does it look like? (laughs) Where do we go wrong? Where do you go wrong? Right. That's great. That's maybe step one. And then secondly, there's a couple of, well, I'm sure there's tons of resources, but we like a book called Sticky Situations. <laughs> I, we like the contents of the book, but yes. the, uh, the title's not my favorite. No, okay. But the book <laughs> itself, it has these scenarios, short scenarios, and then options for them to what would you do in this scenario? And then A, B, C, D, and then there's a Bible verse at the end to go into God's Word and see what the answer should be. Yeah, and there's a, a version for younger kids, and yep. there's a version for older kids, yeah. and there it's it's nice because there are scenarios that the kids can relate to. Right, they can grasp what's going on here, mm-hmm. and they can develop their discernment senses. Yeah, they they I mean it's an exercise in cultivating discernment. Right, and um identifying what's the right course of action here. Yeah. What should this person do in this scenario? Yeah. Uh, so that that's they're really helpful, little short, you know, very manageable. How yeah. long does it take you to read one of those stories? A mi- two minutes out loud? I don't know. Yeah. Two or three minutes? It's quick. So it's a couple minutes, and then there's multiple choice answers, <laughs> A, B, yeah. C, D, E. So yeah. we read one yesterday, uh-huh. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, <clears throat> Bethany read it out loud to the kids, and it was like, hey, there's this girl, and she's got $50 cash. I don't know. I forget how she acquired the 50 bucks. Her uncle's birthday. Okay. Sent her money. Yeah. Okay. So she got this money for her birthday. Um, her mom, she wants to take it to, her, to school. Her mom says no. Right. She sneaks it into her backpack yeah. anyway, Oof. takes it to school, shows her friends this $50 bill, and then... Proceed. Surprise, surprise, yeah. ends up losing the $50 right, at school. Right, So then the, the question is, what should she do? Yeah. You know, A was what? I can't like, remember. Lie about it, you know, say Well, it that, wasn't that obvious. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tell her mom that, you know, the dog must have taken it. Or B, uh, pretend she did put it away, but, you know, try to find a way to make $50. I mean, there's just all these scenarios that were just yeah. kind of like, no, no, yep. no, right. And then the correct answer was what? Go home and tell her mother that she disobeyed and took the money to school and lost it. Yeah. Just like, do the right thing. Yeah. Don't. 
<laughs> and and our kids, um, they, they got it. Yeah. Right? They got the right answer. They were like, well, this is probably what she should do. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it for a couple of minutes. Right. And then um, literally a, a few seconds later, <laughs> right, as soon as the hypothetical scenario was yeah. over and we kind of transitioned back to like real life, not not talking about the book and doing family devotion stuff. The, the very next thing that happened was Bethany, you were like, hey, you know, so-and-so, one of our kids, you need to go upstairs and get dressed and, and do A, B, and C. And she proceeds to like whine about it, throw a fit about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to do that, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I was just kind of like observing this this whole situation. And I'm like, I just jump in at this point. I'm like, time out. Yeah. Okay. You just got the correct answer in hypothetical situation. Right. And then you just did the exact opposite in real life. Totally. This is a problem. And so I said, Bethany, you know, here's a sticky <laughs> situation What are, that you just presented our kids with. Yes. Um, which, you know, g- give them four options, A, yeah. B, C, D, and E. <laughs> right. Um, and, and, and so you, you created yeah, a few like, like should situations. Should I stomp yeah. upstairs? Should I roll my eyes and complain? Should I tell my mom no? You know, yeah. or D, should I happily get up and obey what my mom said? Yeah. <laughs> and they were just like, it's so clear and obvious <laughs> right. to them what the right thing to do is in that situation. They're like, oh, well, well, this is what you should do. Yes. But then there's a disconnect between them actually implementing that. Totally. So that's the tension that we're feeling and we want to talk about in this episode. And so I guess what we've said here is we want to talk about how to teach our kids this stuff. And step number one is to give them the textbook answers. Right. And so we've got this book that we work through with them. Yep. Um, we've we, got we the do Proverbs other th- of the Week. We do other things as yeah, well. Right. So... Um, we we just we can't uh, neglect to to teach them the Christian worldview and Christian ethics. Yes. So they've got to learn the textbook stuff first. Right. And I guess secondly, the second big point here is that you just can't stop there. Right. It's not enough to read the book Sticky Situations and teach them the correct textbook answers because they're human beings just like you and me. Yeah, right. And they're gonna forget or fail to um, apply the correct answers in real life situations. And so step number two is we need to be committed as parents to this concept of reinforcement Mm -hmm. in daily life. Mm -hmm. So yes, read the book and then 10 seconds later, reinforce (laughs) the reading in their situations. And it's so nice because our kids give us so many opportunities, right? Uh, lots, lots <laughs> I of opportunities. I mean, from getting in the car and a dispute over one toy to, you know, sharing some item to, you know, who gets to choose the show to uh, you bumped into me, you know, don't look at me. I, there are opportunities that our kids provide us with a time to reinforce the things that we're teaching them. And what is can be difficult uh, for myself uh, is to stop sometimes and take the time and the effort to break it down for them, to help them to see what's going on to, and to see their choices that they were faced with a decision. They made a poor one. But I think that this is where it becomes much more beyond the right answer textbook to you know, actively living it out is saying, oh, whoa, 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 this just happened. You were faced with an opportunity to share 
to be kind and generous, like we've taught you to be, and like the God's word says, or to be selfish. And what did you choose? I mean, put it on their squarely on their shoulders, right? It wasn't the scenario or the fact that it's a special thing or that the kid was grabbing it from them, right? But to use that opportunity to point it out calmly and to say this was your choice and this is what what should you have done? What would the better option be? What would the godly response be? And to help get them there. I think that's so important. Yeah. Yeah, because when you spell it out for them like that, mm-hmm. th- the answer becomes clear. Like, yes. oh, this is what I should have done. Right. But they just don't see that as as we all do. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we fail yeah. to see yeah. what's right in front of us until someone points it out. Right. And so I guess what we're saying here is that we as parents, we need to be committed to pointing this stuff out to our kids and helping them see uh, when they make decisions in real life situations, uh, how how those fare in what they know to be correct. Yeah. And it takes uh, it takes a lot of time and discussion. And it takes, I mean, especially with each different kid and different scenarios, different age levels as they're getting older, the discussions are longer. Maybe it grows into something else. But it's so important to stop and do that. I also think sometimes we can reinforce these concepts by just observing the world around us um, and making sure we point out the other people in their life or even maybe something something they observed doing the wrong thing. Now that's, you know, maybe less obvious than when they've made the choice, but I do think sometimes we're out and about in a, at a park setting, they're talking about someone at school, whatever, and I want to make sure that I reinforce the same, you know, live live out what you're saying, the right answer to be, live it out by when they bring up a scenario and they, oh, this person did this, that was wrong, you know, and they're able to, you know, I wonder why they did that. That's, that wasn't right. That was bad, you know, and I go, okay, well, what would you have done? Well, have you ever done that before? <laughs> have you ever been in that position where you've made that bad choice too? And so that helps them to see that they're, you know, also making bad choices and they mm-hmm. need to keep continuously work towards the right ones to make sure that they're living out what they know to be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to require a lot of repetition yes. as well. Yes. And so we have to be committed to the long game here to continue to point out when our kids do this wrong and to help them see what the right ethic, you know, the ethical choice would have been. Um, and to do it again tomorrow mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. again the next day and again mm-hmm. the next day because uh, they're just not going to connect all the dots right. the first time we teach them something. Right. And <clears throat> I think there's also maybe an important point to make here about sending our kids to church where they get the correct textbook answers. I mean, yes. that, that's like another avenue Huge. for them to get the right good answers and the, right. um, understand what the Bible says and what God would want them to do. But sending your kids to church to get the right answers is not enough. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a good Christian parent and a good steward of your, your children and their education and formation, well, then you've yeah. got to follow up on what they learn at church, um, from the book, from right. wh- whatever source, and connect those dots in real life for them. Yeah, and even you are faced with so many teachable, reinforcing times, 
when you're talking about the lesson at church and you've got your different kids commenting, different things that they thought of, or when your kid is, your older kid's at Edge or, you know, whatever ministry they go to, or they were at Awana and then they had a lesson there. I mean, there are so many times where it's teed up. It's set up right there for you. And if you just hop in the car, drive away, which is so easy to do, but to not take the time to say, what did you learn today? What did that teach you? What was hard about that? Or where do you think you need to do that? I mean, just having these follow-up questions can be so helpful. That's right. Yeah. Well, we hope this is helpful for your discussions this week with your kiddos, and we will talk to you next time. All right. See ya. Bye.